What's up, everybody? On today's episode, I have Jonathan Greenwald, a.k.a. Run the Six, Toronto's own. Tune in as he shares his stories behind running, mindset, and nutrition. You're going to love it. Enjoy. Monthly Mileage Talks. I am your host, Les underscore runs. Um, I just go by Les. <laughs> so uh, I have uh, John Greenwald here, aka Run the Six. Um, I like to just get straight into it. I always ask everybody, this is the first thing I ask, what does your name Run the Six mean? Oh my God. So, okay. So when I started this Instagram account back in, I don't even know when it was, like 2014, I was thinking of like, how, like, what do I want this to mean to me? And um, I'm like, run Toronto. Nah, it's kind of cheesy. Run, like, I couldn't think of anything. But being in Toronto, Drake, sorry for anyone that's not a Drake fan, I'm like, (laughs) six, the six. So I was like, run the, and then number six, I'm like, nah, that's not going to work. And then if I'm like, how about, six number six ix nah that's gonna be too crazy how about just run the six let's just keep it easy so that was me like run toronto run the six but the funny thing happened and and i don't know if we'll get into this later but when i started chasing the six um um the world manager marathons people started saying to me oh that's so creative that you create your name like run the six for run the six majors i'm like Nah, that's not even what I was thinking, but I guess it has like dual meaning now. <laughs> so now everyone's like, run the six. So no, the real reason is it's run Toronto, but I just, um, now I just run with it. Sorry, no pun intended. Anytime someone says like, you know, is it about the majors? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's all that. So it's all good. Yeah. That's me. Wow, the that's six. So run the six. <laughs> Double entendre. Oh, yeah. Man, I love yeah. it. Love it. So, um, What's your hometown? I'm guessing Toronto is your hometown, but I'll let you tell it. What's your hometown? Where are you located from today? Uh, I am in Toronto. I'm in Toronto. Um, not born and raised, though. Uh, born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, I was born in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, okay. You probably can't tell, um, but I was born in Flatbush, Brooklyn. <laughs> and uh, um, moved to jersey for a year when things got tough in the 70s for teaching like my you know my dad was a teacher and then things got tough we had to move to jersey for a year my grandmother moved back to brooklyn but then when we moved back to brooklyn i was in like georgetown Mill basin kind of like near canarsie so that's where i end up living like yeah. most most of many years until um i moved out of my parents house and i moved to bay ridge and then kind of did my thing for a bit and eventually uh, met my wife, who's Torontonian. And she said, uh, I ain't coming to New York. You're coming to Toronto. So that was pretty much it. <laughs> 2007, packed my bags, and uh, I left Brooklyn and, and came to Toronto. And it's been, it's been an amazing journey. Toronto is just uh, – it's kind of like New York in a way, even though Torontonians don't really like to say that. But Toronto's like Toronto a little, it's, it's like a New York, right? It's like, it's got the culture, um, it's got the vibes, it's got the music, it's got the restaurants, it's got the running scene. Like, it's got a lot, like a technology hub, financial hub. So uh, people, uh, yeah, people, uh, people really, yeah, it's, it's a great city. I absolutely love it here. It's the best. I've only been to Toronto twice. And Where are you? And both times, 
I was like in and out. I think uh, one was for a wedding, and one was just like I think just sightseeing or something, something basic. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah I hope so you liked it. I, I hope you didn't come here in the winter. I I did. It was frigid, actually. It was frigid. It was like, yeah, it was like your lungs felt the air. It was one of those type of colds. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, well, I hope crazy. you enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to come back. I, I got to come back. I, I got to come back and get some miles. Please do, man. Please do. So uh, let's jump into running. Uh, what got you into running? Wow. Um, let's see. So I, I say most of my life, I was in, in pretty, pretty good shape. I was a gym rat in my 20s. Uh, Love going to the gym. Um, didn't do much cardio because treadmills are just, oh, I couldn't, like running was just not for me. Um, I tried running twice in my, in my twenties. Um, I used to live right off Fort Hamilton Parkway with a New York City Marathon. If you're on the upper, upper deck, kind of comes up a level, you kind of make the turn onto 92nd Street and you pass Fort Hamilton Parkway. I used to live Fort Hamilton Parkway and I used to, two years in a row, I watched New York City Marathon and uh, I'd go out for a run. I'm like, I want to become a runner. I'm like, nope, it didn't work. I just hated it. So I, I didn't even become a runner. But when I moved to Canada, um, things started changing. I don't know if I got lazy or what happened, but I started to put on, uh, put on a little bit of weight. Uh, <laughs> What's a little, a little bit? Like five pounds? So, so, when I, so when I was in like great shape, like solid shape, like working on like in the gyms, I was 165 solid. By the time I realized I need to do something, I was 183. It's not like, but <laughs> not I wasn't, I wasn't, it's not that bad, but I wasn't carrying it well. Like I could show you pictures. I was like, oh. you know, I was just, I wasn't carrying it well. And I wasn't feeling good about myself. And I was just like, I need to do something about it. And it was like 2013. Uh, we, we lived up north uh, in the suburbs, north of the city. We moved downtown. And where I live now, like you, you just you pop out your door in the morning, and people are running by your house. Like, oh wow! Where my like, I kind of took over one of our bedrooms and make a home office, and I'm sitting like I work in my office, like facing the window, and there's just people running back and forth all day up and down my street. And I'm like, wow, you know, I, that sounds like inter sounds interesting. Something I could probably do. But then I start remembering back in the days how I used to hate running. And I wasn't athletic growing up. I didn't do any sports, nothing in high school. Like, I, I played with my friends in the streets in BK, but, like, nothing, like, organized at all. And um, I said, yeah, I need to lose some weight. And two of my friends uh, convinced me to, to go for a run. And I went for a run. It was the, probably the hardest thing I ever did in my life. It was 7K. <laughs> it was 7K. Um, yeah, I was like th maybe with three something miles uh, in the trails by my house. And I was like nauseous half halfway through. And it was just, it was disgusting. But I don't know. Uh, something made me say like, um, I need to keep doing this. Oh, oh, you know what it was? I bought like a running watch, running shoes, shorts, hat, like, shirt. You went all out. <laughs> my wife's like, you didn't even run yet. What are you doing? So I bought all this stuff before <laughs> and she's like, you better, you better like this sport. And I, and I, and that was it. I just started like building on that, that first run and yeah, I just, something clicked, man. And then, and then I was all in. Wow. That's amazing, man. You, you came prepared. You, you, you brought all the tools. So listen, I'm going to do this. I, I have, 
running friends that still haven't bought a watch yet. Like really, the running watch they just run. Really, yeah. Or they use like a everyday watch and make it work because all they need is a pair, you know, just running shoes. And it's the cheapest it. sport, right? You just need <laughs> <Yeah. a pair. laughs> when people say it's the cheapest sport, I have some friends that really consider it the cheapest sport. Like really. Like they still running like like basketball shorts and all that stuff. Like they don't care. Perfect. They're just running. Doesn't matter. That's still running. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your why with running? Like, why do you run? You know, everybody thinks we're crazy. Like, what's your why? Wow. I think it's changed over time. So, like in the beginning, my why was lose lose some weight, get in shape, get my life back. Like. I mean, my life was in order, but I just wasn't feeling great about myself. So in the beginning, it's like, yeah, let me just let me just get out there and just become like a better version of myself, right? And then once I started yeah. like getting in shape and I felt like, okay, I'm at a point where I'm like feeling good, um, then I started inspiring my son. And my son was running a little bit and he was doing cross country in school and he was all into it. We go for runs um in the trails over here and he loved it and and my why became became him like just inspiring him and making him realize that uh you know there's there's so much out there um as far as sports and just exploring the city on by foot then then he lost interest in running so i'm like you're not my why anymore so then i moved on and i'm like my why became like something bigger and, and now it's it's community like for me now it's connecting with people like sitting here having a conversation with you about running. It's about, <laughs> it's about talking to different people, understand, like getting to learn like what their goals are, what they're about and, and, and answering questions. Like I get people asking me questions all the time about running. And I just love talking to people about running because uh, I feel like if I'm doing something that they think is inspiring and interesting um, and, and it's, it's kind of getting them out the door then that's that's my why that's what makes me that that's what makes me go so um how many years would you say you've been running for 2013 so eight years so yeah eight june years. was eight years eight years so so till this day what keeps you motivated to keep going to out for a run i mean you haven't ran in a week because of boston but what yeah keeps you motivated to keep going back out there oh man oh gosh what uh, you know what it's it's probably a lot of different things. So, sometimes it's just having a crazy day at work and I need to disconnect and I need to recharge or I need to like, you know, just get away. So I'll just go for a run. Sometimes, you know, it could be um, that I, I just need my own time, right? Just time to think. And I do some, sometimes I think like a lot of us, we do our best thinking when we're running. It's our time, like in a zone, just, you know, out there on a, on a road and, uh, we like sometimes that's when the creative process really starts uh, the juices mm. start flowing and you yeah. start really getting into it so I think that's probably you know a lot of what keeps me going also I, I don't know like I don't think I've reached my full potential I'm always curious on what that what that is like what's what's the full potential like like am I meant <laughs> am I meant to be like this time on a clock or am I like what is what am I meant to be doing right so I'm I'm always yeah. wondering like what else could I be doing like and yeah I mean I could book a flight to like Hawaii or like some country out there and and that's an experience but like what's my real like actual potential like what can I really get done I, so yeah. I don't think I've hit it yet I don't think I know. 
Wow. I hear you. I'm still, I mean, I've been running since 2015. Oh, yeah. And I'm still finding different things to keep me motivated, to keep going, whether it's family, friends, students I educate on a daily basis, people that just can't run, uh, people yeah. that just keep cheering you on, that just hit you with the, man, I love I love what it is that you're doing. So like you said, it changes. Oh, thanks, man. It cha you know, and the thing, Les, like, think about it. Like, I, I don't know if it happens to you or to anyone that's kind of listening or watching, but there's some times where I just don't want to get out the door. Like you just had a rough day and just uh, like, yeah. it's a grind. And all I need to do, I know this is going to sound like corny, but you just <laughs> open up Instagram and just yeah. watch people, just scroll through your feed and just yeah. watch people. Like I, you know, I wasn't feeling it. I went out, got it done. I feel so much better. Or, yeah. you know, or you look at, or even people that are just like, like you said before, just can't run. And they're just like, you know, I, I just, I wish I could do what you're doing. And then I yeah, sit him like, know, why am I sitting on my butt? Like, I need to get the hell go. out of here. I got to go. So, so you just get out there and you just feel like that's what I need to do. Looks like Liv is, is feeling it right now because uh, she, she's got the moments too. <laughs> that's my friend. So, so I think that's the thing. Like, it's, you know, it really depends. But I think mostly like you just, you can get inspired by so many people to just keep you going. Wow. <laughs> so what have been your biggest challenges when it comes to running? Um, oh, that's a tough one. For me, I think my biggest challenge is probably just staying disciplined. I think I struggle with like mental like blockers when I run. When I'm not talking about running. I'm talking about like racing, right? Yeah. Like I feel like – like, I don't know. Sometimes I come out, I go out there and I'm like, I'll hit a workout and I'm like, damn, like, I, I got this. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm, I'm up here, right? Yeah. Like, I got this. Like, I got this. And then I go out, like, for a race and I'm, like, struggling. And I just, it doesn't, it's not working. I can't put it together. And, and I, you know, when they say it's, like, 80% mental, for me, it's, like, more, like, 95% mental. Like, every race I do, it's always, like, mentally, like, something's going on. And, and those are the races that I'm really trying. Like, there are, there are times I've, I've run New York City three times, and I only tried to really run it hard once. Um, I yeah. think that was 2016. And when that failed, the other two times I ran, I'm like, screw this. I'm running for fun. So, um, <laughs> so I think my, the biggest challenge for me, honestly, is piecing it all together. Like, I can have an awesome training cycle, but something always happens on that day. It blows me up. And, and I'll just say one thing. So I've run, God, I don't even know how many marathons I've run. Probably like seven. I think Boston was like my 17th marathon, right? And my fastest wow. was Berlin. And I think I did pretty well in Berlin, right? Yeah. But, but I stopped. I used a washroom. Like, I, I couldn't still, breathe. And you still had your personal business. I did like a 308, right? And I, I ran into, like, I went into the, like, because I was, like, hyperventilating, like, the 35K mark. I went into the porta potty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, chill, chill. And then I just finished the race, and I was, like, solid. But that's something that, I, honest to God, like, when it comes to running, running, I, I you know, I got that. But racing and, like, it being in that mode, I struggle with that so much. Oh, man, that's amazing. So, your last race, which I also – I don't know how um, I missed you out there, but you just finished your the Boston Marathon. How was that? 
Dude, I'm gonna ask you how that was. Like, I I didn't even know. Like, I'm like scrolling through your feed. I'm like, let's run Boston. How did I not know this? But I think you surprise people with that. I think you just showed up and you're like, surprise, I'm doing this, right? Yeah, I I do the top secret stuff. So um um for those so I didn't qual I didn't like Boston qualify um to get a bid for Boston. I basically got a bid through Adidas. I got a bid, and it was one of those opportunities where you don't turn down. <laughs> it's like no, you're going to Boston to run a Boston marathon. Like how could you turn that down? Exactly. So I think I just posted it. Uh, for me, I'm going to be 100%. It was it's probably one of the toughest marathons I've done thus far. And this is marathon number 15. Really? Now, the, the reason being is I just wasn't expecting the rolling hills at mile 16 to destroy me after the first. Like, the first one just, <laughs> it just humbled me very fast. Yeah. And I made the mistake of all mistakes. I'm sure you've run it several times. I basically took my time going going up and then coming down. I just flew straight down. <laughs> <laughs> but when I flew straight down, my heart was like, whoa, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah. So I was like, Yeah, this is not this is not what you do on Rolling Hills less. So I just I'm like you, I um I run off of energy, so I just enjoyed it because it's my first time there. And I'm like, I'm going to finish this race. I'm like, I'm not injured or anything. I just know that um, my personal best is not really, it's like it's out the window at this point because I was on pace to do what I was going for. And then yeah. I was just like, all right. if my, I think miles 16 through 20 or 21 is all just like uh, rolling hills. It's all just <laughs> so, trash. Yeah. <laughs> so that so that was it for me. So that was my experience. But I had fun. Um I had, yeah, yeah. I had a blast. I had I had a blast. Um the course is the course for a reason. Uh shout out to Boston. Um and it was great. So how was your experience? <laughs> that, no, I'm glad you I'm glad you got to experience that. I know so many people, yeah, you know, won't be able to don't don't get the opportunity and and I'm just I'm thrilled that you got the chance to run that course because you know it's a humbling humbling course very humbling like that course there are people don't walk away and be like yo I crushed that course yo I negative split that course it's like yo I survived Boston <laughs> so yeah. so I I'll just take it back a little bit so that's my third time running my first time running Boston was 2018. And for anyone maybe not familiar, it was like a monsoon that day. Monsoon. Yes. It was like sideways wind, the rain. I yeah. had a poncho for like, I don't even know, the first like three, four miles. And it was just, it was, it was brutal. Like people survived that race. And that was my first Boston experience. And I still did well. <laughs> I still did pretty well that day. I'm like, okay. Uh, I kind of knew what to expect. I trained for it and I was ready. Second time I ran it, um, it was the year later, 2019, and it was the opposite. It was hot, 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 hot. Yeah. And I can't, I don't do well on the heat at all. And I was just burning <laughs> up. And I just, I just blew up on the course. And then, and then this time last Monday, honestly, like I had a weird build. Like the, it's been super hot. Um, what do you call it? Um, super hot in, uh, in Toronto. And it was really tough, like yeah. just really hard to run. So I just had a really weird build. Then I got injured like three weeks before the race. I pulled my hamstring. Oh, wow. Oh, and I was like, oh, I don't know. So um, I, I kind of, 
I powered through. But yeah, I just got eaten. I got eaten up on that course. That course just eats people alive. And I was, <laughs> I was, but but like, but you know what? I'm also like, I also get to a point, you know, in races like that where I'm very realistic, and I'm like, look, if it's not your day, like, don't beat yourself up. Finish the race. And that's how I felt. Yeah, that's just finish felt. the race. Enjoy the moment. Take it in. Take in the spectators. Like that, that right on here further left on Boylston is the most, one of the most, like, it's almost as iconic as running through Central Park to the finish in New York City. Yeah. But, but yeah, energy, it is, yeah. an, it's an iconic, like the energy, it's like they pull you to the finish line. And when you look, when you made that turn of Boylston, you like, man, that finish line feels like it's five miles away. When you finally hit it, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like they said, like, you totally are a hero. Like, those those last miles. <laughs> like, you, like, the whole race, dying. And then the last, like, like I'm solid. <laughs> wow, man. That's dope. So, um, so for me, um, I think this is uh, world major number four. Are you done with your six stars currently? Um, no, oh god, that's a that's a sore subject, my friend. So, oh, my no. six, no, pandemic. my six star, <laughs> yes, pandemic. My six star was uh, was supposed to be Tokyo twenty twenty, um, oh, and I had man. that. I was uh, in a bag, like. Dude, I, I had, like, mapped out Japan. We were going to be there for two weeks, my wife and son. Like, I got the hotels, the flight, uh, the Airbnbs. Um, I got everything. I got the Wi-Fi, like... Um, the card. <laughs> I got everything. We were going. And then, like, maybe a week... I don't even think it was a week before. Like, shut down. Like, it's not happening. And then I just had to, like, spend all that time, like, I wasn't, I couldn't, had no time to feel sorry for myself because I spent all that time, like, backing everything out, canceling the hotels, the Airbnb, the whole itinerary, uh, everything. But um, I, I ended up deferring it. So they said you could defer to 2021 or 2022. Uh, so I said, yeah. you know what, it's, things aren't going to be normal in 2021. Let me, let me do 2022. So sure enough. 2021 starts coming around and like things aren't normal and then i had they I'm, cancel it yeah well well so i'm glad i'm glad i picked 2022 uh -huh. but then they sent a few months ago they sent an email saying look like we're reducing the field size for 2022 so like we're not sure like um like, what's gonna happen runners. so i said you know what I, I i don't like the way this sounds so i deferred to 2023 and and a week later less yeah, but a week later, so now 2020, now I pushed my six to 2023, but I'm okay. But so a week later, they turned around and said that um, anyone that's running there. 2021, they pushed out to 2022, and anyone that chose 2020, uh, 20, 2022, they canceled yeah. that race. And I don't know what they're doing with those people, like refunds or oh, go, wow. so, I don't know. So I was smart to like push it out a little bit, but that was a long story. But I, like, I'm gonna hopefully get it in 2023. <laughs> but they better not add any more yeah. majors between now and then because I'm not gonna be. Happy. I know. I keep <laughs> I keep reading these rumors about it because then yeah. the six star won't won't go down. Yeah, it's awesome. So, uh, just like myself, you actually have your own podcast. What's your podcast called? Uh, the longest stride. The longest stride. So. Wow. I partnered with uh, a good friend of mine, Andre Morgan, and last year, like just to get into it real quick. 
So I started also uh, Runners of the Six, which is, um, it's kind of like a Humans of New York for runners, uh, for Toronto. Nope. So we, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool thing we're working on. And um, for the longest time, it was just me and, and my friend Rachel that were doing it. And then in June last year, when like the whole like uh, uh, racial injustice, social like uprising, everything was happening. Yeah we kind of looked at it and said, like, we need to do better. Like, we need to do better with the way we connect with the community, the way we profile our runners, the way we reach out to runners. Like, the way we give people more of an opportunity to, to like, engage with us. But then I said, you know what? Like, on top of that, I want to do more, and I want to engage people on a different level. And, and I just want to speak to more people. So um, I convinced my, my buddy Dre to, uh, to kind of co-host with me, and we saw the longest stride, and it's been – the most rewarding experience that's come out of running because just being able to chat with people and learn like what, like how they got started and share their story. I mean, kind of like what I'm doing here with you. It's like, it's just a, it's just an unbelievable, like I get so much energy off of people and and just hearing their stories and, and just it's inspiring. So yeah, that's what we do. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a great journey. Oh man, if you're tuned in, you got to check out the longest stride. Thanks, um, so we're going to segue into uh, mindset. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's like, where's your mind? So do you normally <laughs> meditate on the run? Meditate? Uh, no. Um, you know what I do, though? Sometimes, like, my easy – it's – you know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm probably going to say no. And the reason why is I'm always listening to something when I run. Um, I don't often run without something in my ear. Um, and unfortunately I mostly listen to like true crime podcasts when I run because like that's, (laughs) that stuff like freaks me out. So it's very hard to meditate when someone's talking about how someone like, you know, went on like a killing spree in the 1850s, very difficult to, to kind of meditate to that. But, uh, but I, I kind of, I, I do that mostly. Sometimes I'll listen to music and then I'll use it to zone out. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I necessarily like totally meditate meditate when i run what do you do you meditate when you run um it happens it comes in waves you know it comes in waves i have my days so when i first started running like you music playlists i used to have all that in queue before i went out yeah and then like a few years into running um just like you said you know based off of how your day went you tend to plan things and organize your thoughts and kind of reshovel things around so yeah. the music was kind of getting in a way. So for like the past few years, for most of my runs, I don't really have music in my ear. Um, if I do have music, it'll be coming out of the speaker. But oh. a lot of times um, I'll meditate just to get away from like things that we have to do like in society. Like I'm sure like once a week I'll think about, man, why do I have to go to work? Like why why do humans have to work? <laughs> like. Like I'll, That's deep. Like I'll, I'll ask myself things like that on the run. I'm like, why can't I just wake up and like do this every day, you know? Like, and not have any like big responsibilities. So I, I do have moments where I meditate uh, on just negative things that we have to face uh, okay. as human beings. Or just meditate just in general, just to, to cleanse the soul and go after short-term goals, long-term goals, whatever it is that I'm currently working on. Okay, okay. So when you put it that way, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. Like, occasionally, like, again, if I have to, like, solve something or unlock something or think about, like, something that happened in my day, like, I 
running is is for me it's it's the way to get those like i said earlier the creative juices flowing and it's a way for me to actually just disconnect from everything around me and then just focus on that that thing that problem i want to solve so occasionally I, I will do that like um but you know i guess yeah i guess when it's needed but mostly i like to just kind of zone out like music podcasts whatever <laughs> So since you mentioned music, who's the favorite artist? Who are you who's constantly coming to? Who are you listening to? Oh, my goodness gracious. So I've got a, a 12-year-old who knows yeah. more about hip-hop than <laughs> I've the, ever the, the known. What, Man, I grew up like on Flatbush. Like I was like, um, yeah. I mean, I I can go down the whole list of like everyone I listened to, like Fushnikins and Fujis and Carousel. (laughs) But my son is ridiculous. He's like Pop Smoke and like XXX Tentacion. Like, like he's just like, but like he knows things. Like he doesn't just listen to music. Like he like he like gets into like the artists and like understands and like. He just gets into like, you know, what like I mean, unfortunately half the times it's like something happens to them, right? Like with X yeah. or something. And like he knows the dates, he yeah. knows the circumstances, like he he like he researches the narrative. It. Yeah. And the narrative so he's always listening. And um a long time ago he um he started building playlists for me. And he built up like oh, nice. okay, this is what you need to listen to. Like it's all like Again, it's like X and like um, Apology and Pop Smoke, and I'm and now I'm on these runs, and it's like <laughs> so I'm like, you never left Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I'm like if I need to like if I need to if I need something like bang if I need something to like get like get me going like yeah. I'm just like grab my son's playlist and and that's what it is. But I mean, all kidding aside, that's like some of the best music to to run to. It just it just puts you in this mindset that you like you feel like you could do anything when you're out there so it's uh i'd say it's mostly mostly that (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome oh man so we're gonna segue into nutrition how do you fuel your body when it comes to running what do you put inside of you uh you talk about like just like racing or every day just in general because you know as runners um you know we kind of know what to do the night before if we're going out for a long run. You know, so what do you do when it comes to fueling? What's your go-to choice of fuel? Are you like a gel, energy drink type person, or are you all just natural foods yeah, and no, and veggies no, and all no, that stuff? No, I'm the furthest thing from natural. Like, I'm a snacker. I eat, like, crap. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's actually not good. I, I'll tell you, the only time I really, like, took it really seriously was 2018 when I was training for Berlin. Mm-hmm. I, like, had this idea that I was going to, like, try to do something really special. So I really, like, treated, like, my body like a temple. And and now I I treat my body like, yeah, like a, <laughs> you like a dump. You can run it off. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it is. I'm like, well, I'm just going to burn it off. But no, like, for me, honestly, like, the only thing I do usually is usually like a day or two leading up to a long run. I do my long runs on Saturday. Like I'll cardboard yeah. a little bit. I usually won't eat anything really heavy or like too much protein the night before my long run because I just don't want to feel sluggish out there. 
Um, and, and honestly, that's, that's mostly it. On my runs, it's water and endurance tap. Like, in, I don't know if, you know, if you've heard endurance tap, but um, it's uh, something we, not we, but <laughs> the guys up here kind of uh, uh, created. It's uh, all natural, um, what do you call it, the energy gel. And it's, um, okay. it's, all, it's all I'll take, right? So I'll, I'll carry that with me on my run. Um, in the summer, I, I usually run where I can map out all the different water fountains and I'll just hit water <laughs> fountains. I can't run with, yeah. I, I just can't run with things on me. I just don't like it. So I'll just hit all the water fountains. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of like how I'll do that after a run to refuel, man, it's, it's really hard. Like if it's a long run, I almost don't have an appetite for like a while afterwards. Um, but when I do eat, like, I'm just like, whatever I could put in my mouth, I'm just eating everything. Um, oh, and, and that's pretty much it. But with racing, like I'm very like water, like I'll just, I'll go like between water and Gatorade or water and energy drink on the course. Like I'll, I'll kind of, um, you know, and, you know, change between two, I'll switch between two, but, um, it's always endurance tap, um, what I'll, uh, I'll run with. That's what, uh, what fuels me. Amazing, amazing. Man, you yeah. kind of answered. I was going to ask you what your go-to pre-run meal and post-run meal was, but <laughs> no, no, you kind of no. covered it. Yeah, I mean, like, post, you know what I love? I mean, it sounds weird, but um, so, like, whenever I'm running with friends, if I can, I usually do, like, um, like a run-to-brunch kind of thing, if we can. End up in, like, some <laughs> all-day breakfast place and just, like, pancakes and eggs and just, like, load it up, and, like, yeah. that's my, that's the go-to. But, if I come home, it's usually just like, usually like an egg sandwich on a bagel or something afterwards. I usually whip that up with a coffee and that's usually my, my post long run uh, little treat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are very particular about that kind of stuff and maybe that's what I'm doing wrong, but I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't get too in the weeds on the, on the nutrition. I just like whatever I feel. I will say something no less, right? Yeah. Um, when I race, I usually have like a big pasta two nights before and then I usually eat pizza the night before. And yeah. I, every race, I've done this every pizza. single race, pizza <laughs> the night before. It's not a, like a superstitious thing. It's just, it's, it's carbs. It's good, but it's not too heavy. You can eat like, I feel like with pizza, I can eat as much as I want and not feel like sluggish. Yeah. But, in, but in Boston, we had dinner plans the night before that kind of fell through. So we were scrambling. And we went and uh, went down to a restaurant downstairs from our hotel. And I got this like big, like spaghetti meatballs with like yeah. garlic bread and like, <laughs> the bread and, um, and the sauce was like really heavy through that like mile, like mile 16 of the race. My stomach was doing cartwheels. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it was like, I'm not even, I'm not going to get graphic, but like it was oh, so gonna... bad. <laughs> and, and I just like, I I felt like I, like that was forget about how my body like my legs were feeling. I felt like my stomach was gonna be like the end of me on that run. Um oh, never again. Never again. I do not recommend a big stick plate of pasta. Yeah, just stick with what you know, right? Stick to your pizza. <laughs> yeah, stick to your pizza. Oh man, sorry to hear that. Uh, all all right. Good. So what's your proudest running accomplishment thus far? Oh my gosh. Um you know what? It's kind of it sounds kind of cheesy, but I I think it's kind of two answers to this. I think the real the one answer is kind of what I've accomplished like 
you know, making, you know, qualifying for Boston. I've qualified maybe in like five or six, five or six times I might have qualified for Boston. Um, right. um, the fact that I got to run in like five of the six world majors, like that kind of stuff is like big accomplishments to me. And especially like when I first started running, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I didn't understand what speed was. I didn't understand like what good was. I wasn't tapped into the running community at that point. So I, I had no reference, right? I would go out for a run and I'd be like, oh, it took me like an hour to run like, uh, you know, a 5K or something. Yeah. I, I guess that's good. I had no reference. But then as I started meeting people and I started getting a reference, I started realizing like, oh, okay, I got something going here. Like then I started to like do well in races and stuff. And that was like where I started to see like really big accomplishments and stuff. But, but I'm going to say the other answer to this is my biggest accomplishment I feel is um, tapping into the running community. Like what we're doing with like runners of the six in Toronto, the longest stride, like even what I do like with my page, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I connect with so many people and I just feel like that is like, that's been my calling with right. running is to just like, just connect with just people. Building. Just like, it, just yeah. build it. Like, and not the number thing. I don't care about the numbers. I swear to God, I don't care about the numbers. But it's about the, <laughs> it's about the like, the real like, people reach out to me like, yo, so like you inspire so me. Or like, yeah. hey, like, could you know, like, what do you do? Like, could you give me a tip on this? Or why do you wear this shoe? Or why do you wear that? Or why do you do this? Like, like those legitimate questions I get from people, like, like I know it's not an accomplishment less, but that's yeah. what really like I feel like that's some a part of running that is so like beyond yeah. throwing your and shoes on and, and getting out there. You're excited to answer every time. You're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's I love it. I just love connecting. So yeah, I, I know it's like a two part question, like if you know, answer I mean, but I feel like that to me, like the community is like and what we've done in, in Toronto and just it's just fantastic. I gotta come out there. Uh, it's, it's Toronto's on my list next year. Dude. So, um, what's your next big running goal? <laughs> uh, hopefully, I get Tokyo in twenty twenty three. And then uh, I'll be running done. gods. If you're listening, please. You heard the please. man, running gods. <laughs> but you know, I just I just spoke about this um, in like my last post. Um, is I don't know. Like I'm at a point where I don't know. I, and and you know what I even yeah. I spoke to my coach about this too. I'm like I don't know. I don't know if I want to be faster. I don't know if I want to you know run longer. Maybe I did a 50k last year. Um, oh. But I don't know. Like I don't know what I want to do. I I I I'm really at a point right now which is so bizarre that I don't know what my <laughs> my goal is. And I think maybe that's the beauty of it is that like sometimes you let things like this happen organically. And I'm not going to be yeah. like. I got to do this because what if something else comes along that's like as cool, but like maybe not as shiny. Like, do you, do you feel like you're like, you're going to miss out on that other opportunity because you're like forcing yourself to do this one goal. So maybe that's my next big running goal. So just like whatever happens, happens. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. That kind of happened with me during the pandemic. I think I ran a couple ultra marathons. Like I yeah. ran, I ran like two random 50 K's. Like just what's cause. random? What do you mean by random? <laughs> like like a friend told me to pace her on one and I got to like like the marathon and I was like, How much more to a fifty K? Like five more miles, six more? Alright, I got you. That I got it. <laughs> and then, 
And um, and then I eventually did my first official like 50k, and I was like, this is actually not bad. Fueling for this is hard, but this isn't that bad. So the ultra marathon world is is fun. Uh, the trail, like if you're a trail, a trail person, it's you know it's just you and nature. That's what I that's what I learned. It's just you and nature. Yeah, and, yeah. and, t- and take it all in. So um, what's one piece of advice you'd like to give someone that's currently watching that actually wants to start running or they haven't been running in a while and they just need to get back out there? What's like one piece of advice you would give? Um, wow. I would say, I'd say, yeah, wow. Do it for you. Like, just start off, like, doing a few. Don't compare yourself to anybody else that's out there. Because the lot, a lot of times people won't start because they don't think they're good enough. Yeah. They look at Instagram right. and they're like, oh, man, that person just ran 15 miles, 16 <laughs> miles, 20 miles. Like, I, I just, I just want to run one. You know what? Run one mile. Like, it doesn't matter. Run, do what you, is best for you and don't worry about anybody else around you. Because I think we fall into that trap sometimes of, like, you don't start something because you think you're not good enough and you yeah. feel like, you know, you're, you know, you should be doing it a different way or better. There's no, like, there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to running. Like, as soon as you get out that door and you put one foot in front of the other, like, and you're running, right? So I don't know what they said. It's like, it's like walking, but twice the speed, right? Like, once you get out there and you start running, <laughs> like, you're running, right? And that's it. And no yeah. one's going to take that away <laughs> What? <laughs> I've been telling I've been telling people for the past three four months that walking is running, and everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I mean, walking is running. It's the same thing. I mean, running. Yeah, it's like you're doing walking, like just double speed, right? But <laughs> but but honestly, Les, like I feel like a lot of times I, I have friends of mine, and I have like my like people I know, and I'm like, you should start running. They're like, nah, you know, my knees, my back. I once got this thing. And I'm like, no, just start running. Like, you don't know. And yeah, mind you, like, there could be some things that people need to work out, like, um, you know, with the biomechanics, whatever. Maybe they do actually have a reason why they might not be able to run. Um, But if you have the opportunity, just give it a try. Like, you might surprise yourself. I'm exactly that kind of person. Like, not athletic growing up, wanted nothing to do with running, didn't run in school. Um, I used to play tag with my friends in, you know, in, (laughs) in the streets of BK hopping fences. But that was the only running I did in my life, right? And then someone said, you should run. And I'm like, I guess I should try. And I tried it. And now look where we are. Like, now I can't <laughs> stop running. Like, Forrest Gump. So I think that's the thing. It's like, just, just try it, right? And don't worry about anybody else. Wow, that's beautiful. Wow. So um, we're at some, the fun part. Um, I don't think I told you about this. So towards the Uh-oh. end of the podcast, I normally do a this or that. So you can only pick one. So I'm going to give you a this or a that. 5K or a 10K? 10K. <laughs> Half marathon or full marathon? Oh, my God. Um, my heart says full. My head says half. So <laughs> half. <laughs> All right. Full marathon or ultra marathon? Full. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, out 
and back chorus or a loop of a chorus? Ooh. Ooh. Um, a loop. A loop? <laughs> uh heli chorus or a flat chorus oh jeez um <laughs> you know what um i'll say heli i'll say, heli. say heli. but like respectable hills not like you know <laughs> kilimanjaro like respectable yeah. uh music or no music music <laughs> not when i race though racing is no music nothing race for the music yeah. uh winter running or summer running winter 100 percent yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Running in the snow or running in the rain? Uh, well, that's a tough one. Um, you know, there's two kinds of rain, though. Wes. There's like, like winter, <laughs> like cold rain. rain. Twenty. <laughs> no. Or there's there's rain when you like like it's it's like hot outside. You get that like sun shower. Like that's beautiful. I'm still gonna say rain. You're still going to say right? <laughs> All yeah. right. And then we'll end it with treadmill running or pavement running. Just... Pavement, man. Pavement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. You curses this or that. So uh, before we end, uh, what's your go-to mantra that you either recite all the time or just a mantra that you just repeat from time to time that is just, this is John's mantra. This is you. This is what, these are the words I live by. Um, I would say something I usually say when it's getting tough is you got this. I know it's like a cheesy one, right? But like, I, this, yeah. I feel like it's something that like uh, when it gets tough, I feel like it's something that I just need to tell myself is like, you got this, right? Because yeah. That's probably that's probably the the one. I was trying to think like if there's anything else I say like when I run like the things <laughs> I say. Um, um, don't stop is another one. <laughs> no, but I <I'd> say <laughs> <Don't stop. laughs> I'd say you got this is probably like like the one that I definitely find myself saying a lot. I actually say it quite often uh, when when things are getting tough. I say it because it kind of just like breaks up the like the just the negative thoughts a little bit and adds that little like boost of positivity when you're running. I usually have to say it like three, 400 times when I'm running. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I still get it in there. Oh man. Amazing. Amazing, man. Thank you so much. So um, what do you have coming up? What, anything, any races upcoming for 2022? What do you have coming up? Nothing yet. Nothing, I on, the think, uh, Nothing on the race calendar, right? You know, but the beauty about it us is that races and come races are coming back. So the good thing is that like right. if you asked this question a year ago, it would you would have got the same answer from everybody. There's nothing out there. Yeah. But we just saw Boston take yeah. off New York, um in Toronto. We just had the Scotiabank waterfront. Usually they have a marathon at this time, but they ran a ten K because just tight with timing and permits and stuff like that. We, but they ran a ten K with five thousand people and it was the most energizing thing ever like uh, vol not volunteer but like uh, spectating a race is yeah. one thing but spectating a race post-pandemic where people are just <laughs> like 
absolutely thrilled to be out there and just like can't believe they're running a live race um yeah. that's that's what it's all about so racing's back so it's given me something to think about now like what exactly is next and i think i'm gonna just maybe kind of step back a little bit focus on 10ks focus on the halves work on my speed work a little bit right. um but i don't know like if if fall if i'm sorry spring races come back at toronto i'll hit that um, but you know what I'd love to do again? I'd love to do the Brooklyn half in May. Oh, dope. Yeah. That's that dope Brooklyn, one. I've done it like three times and it's one of my yeah. all time favorite races to do. So if that comes back, I'm in Brooklyn in May oh, for sure. Oh man, let me know. Reach out. We'll link up. We'll Hell yeah. Some miles. Um, oh, I love so it. where can people find you? Where can people check out the podcast? Yeah. So like you said, the top of the hour and I think it's below here, run the six. Are you on T-H-E-S-I-X? Um, podcast is the longest stride. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And, and I always respond, right? Unless you like <laughs> trying to sell me something, I always respond. So, um, reach You're out if you have find. any questions. <laughs> I'm not hard to find. I'm out there. So, um, but thank you, Les. This has been extraordinary. It's, it's great. Like I'm, I, I'm on the other side, right? Like usually I'm asking people these questions yeah. and talking to people. So it's very surreal for me to be, be here. So, uh, I appreciate the time and let me speak about myself, which I never do. Man, thank you. <laughs> we'll do this again, I'm sure. That would be great. You, bro. I appreciate right, you too, man. When I'm in Toronto, I'll hit you up, bro. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to hold you to it. But I'll, you <laughs> know what? Right. I'll probably be in New York before that, so I'll, I'll hit you up when I'm down there. All right, definitely. Let's get these miles in, bro. Thanks again, my man. All right, peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>